there's no guidance there. You can do whatever the fuck you want with your packaging, really, for the most part. Mm-hmm. That's why we see these protein cookies that say, what, 10 grams of protein? But then for half at, a fucking cookie. Right. Or, look at the same print. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Half a cookie. So you're getting 10 grams of protein for like 210 calories. So you to get that to get that full protein that they're advertising because mm-hmm. the yeah, the protein that they're advertising is for the entire cookie. So this is where it gets deceiving because yeah. the entire cookie. But then if you look at the label, they show two you servings, half a cookie, two servings. So it's very mm-hmm. deceiving. Very deceiving. Yeah. The supplement industry is notoriously scummy. I think a good way to see if something is a good amount of protein is if you add a zero to the protein, right? Let's say it's, it says 10 grams of protein, you add a zero, it's a hundred, right? But then you look at the calories. If the calories are like 250, it's not a good source of protein. Welcome to Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt, the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast. Are you ready to cut the crap with your diet and exercise, get strong as fuck and build a healthy relationship with food? Then you've come to the right place. Let's Let's go. If you'd like to support us in the podcast, join our Patreon where you get exclusive content, which consists of monthly workouts you can do at home or at the gym, monthly challenges that are either strength, habit, or mindset-based, and access to over 100-plus low-calorie, high-protein, family-friendly meals. These are all designed by a professional chef who is certified in nutrition. These recipes are already in my fitness pal for easy fucking tracking. New recipes are also added each week. We believe that fitness is for everyone. So this is our way of getting you started on your health and fitness journey at a price most everyone can afford. So what the fuck are you waiting for? I'll see you on the Patreon. Beth, how how are you? What's up, Matt? I am pretty good, actually. Pretty good? Not too bad. Not too bad. I'm happy to hear that. Working on my speech for the Real Coaches Summit, which has been fun, but also terrifying. (laughs) I have to come up with a title. And that's where I'm struggling. Just drop an F-bomb in there somewhere. and then that's Okay. So do you want to hear? You guys can hear what I have thus far. And this is yeah. where, where I think it's going to be. Okay. So <clears throat> the power of authenticity and boundaries, essential tools for building a brand, growing a community, and starting a fucking movement. Ooh. Don't overthink it. That's good. Do you like that? Fuck yeah. Okay. That's you. That's, that's what yeah. we do. That's our entire thing. Your thing yes. just, for sure. Yeah. Okay. That's so I'm just, I'm going to talk about basically where it came from, what I'm doing now and how it, how it, the all the questions is. that we get from coaches, like, where do I start? What do I do? You know, <laughs> sure. and in, in a nutshell, be yourself. Right. But how do you teach that? Sure. So yeah, cool. that's what I've been doing. All right. The title has been nailed down. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I had, there was like four other ones just like that, but I, that was the one that I kind of came to, but you're right. I don't need to overthink it anymore. Huh? I mean, I like the, I like that one. If you want to run the other ones by me and uh, our listeners, um, they me. kind of sound like that. Like the first one before the power of authenticity and boundaries, essential tools for building a brand, growing a community and starting a movement without the fucking in it. Iris actually helped me with these, which thank God. And also my speaker coach that I met with yesterday. We're doing a mind map, which is pretty cool. So in the middle is like a circle and that's where your title goes. And then you have these arrows to specific subjects of your talk. So like one, the one circle will be an intro and then you write everything like it's like a spy, big spider web. Spider web, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then you write a bunch of stuff like that you're going to talk about in your intro that can be in your slides. And then you have to have a transition to the second talking point. 
And then you have another little circle with what that talking point is going to be with a bunch of other stuff with that. So it's quite interesting. And when you mind map it out and write it out, it's more, it kind of comes together better. For sure. You get your co- cohesive thoughts, co- cohesive thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what I just heard there. So you hired a coach for helping you write your speech and organize Yeah. Did it? I not tell you? No, but I, that's awesome that you're hiring so a crazy. coach to help you with something. Yeah. Right? I mean, I've never done this before ever. Yeah. So why would I go up there not knowing what the fuck to do? And I know what I want to say. I just don't know how to say it. I've never done this before. And so what's cool is with this, she'll help me create slides and things like that. So I can reuse it over and over again, which is pretty awesome. So because I know you want to get into a lot more public speaking. So who knows? I mean, I don't know if I really want to get into it, but if I get asked. Well, if you're going to come Good Morning America, you got to be ready, right? So, you know, so, um, but yeah, hiring a coach is I'm telling you guys vital for all different parts of your life. And I never would have actually mm-hmm. thought about that unless I was one myself. For sure. When, you once know? you start investing in yourself, you really, you understand the value and yeah. a mentor or a coach to guide you like our listeners, right? Maybe they want to lose fat, but they don't know how, right? Great mm-hmm. example of why they should be hiring a coach. The coach helps you put it all together and make sense of it and uncomplicate it for sure. I love that. That's very exciting. Yeah. So what's up with you? How are you? I'm good. Just cruising along. We just started up a new round of group coaching for mindful eating for weight nice. loss tonight. And oh my God, this I'm really excited for this group because the energy that they brought to the first call last night was like unparalleled to, up to I this point. I love that. And yeah. A little bit of a smaller group, but I'm happy with that because it's just more intimate that way. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's super exciting. We get over the nice. next I'm going to be learning how to become a mindful eater. And I think it's great because these are people that are trying to break up with diets, right? Mm-hmm. Every year they're, they're, they go through the holiday wake and, the ho- and everything like that. So they're now, they're like, this hasn't been working for me in the past. Every year I mindlessly eat, I overeat through <laughs> October, through the new year and mm-hmm. I gain 20 pounds and they don't want to do it anymore. So they're not going to, they're going to be doing it in a way that's healthy and sustainable. And I'm excited for that. Nice. This goes, you just said this goes through the holidays, right? It does go through the holidays. Yeah. That's be, pretty cool. Yeah. It's all the major co- uh, holidays are covered. Second or third week of Jan- January is when it'll okay. be up. So those New Year's resolutions, they're going to be crushing it with mindful eating. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Other than that, just cruising. I went on a run today, Beth. I told you I was going to go on one, I think on Monday, but I didn't uh-huh. get to. I went on a run today. I did a mile and a half jog, like just really slow yeah. paced. And I feel great. So I'll see how I recover, of course, yeah. for foremost, but I'm, I'm happy. Ankle's feeling great. Good. And it's very exciting. It was much needed to take that downtime that I was doing and just let mm-hmm. my body heal. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Weird. If you have an injury, heal. Imagine. <laughs> take some rest. Yeah. All right. So let's get right into it today because this is going to be an action-packed episode. We want to talk about protein, all things yeah. protein. I'm, I'm thinking like this is going to be the protein Bible. This episode. Yeah. I mean, you guys ask us so many questions about protein. So I think this is an important episode for you just to hear why it's important and how you can get more in. Exactly. In exactly. a nutshell. <laughs> in a nutshell, for sure. So we'll talk about kind of why protein is important, give you some ideas for different protein options and sources, mm-hmm. talk about some myths of protein. You know, we love talking about myths and we'll kind of just see where the conversation goes. So yeah. So first and foremost, protein is it's a macronutrient, right? So we've got three three macronutrients, protein, carbohydrates, and fats. And it's a macronutrient that's make up, made up of amino acids. So amino acids are vitally important for building and repairing tissue in our body. So growing muscle, maintaining muscle, making enzymes, management of our hormones, 
and other chemicals in our body. So it's super important. It's literally the the magic magic macronutrient, I call it. For sure. Magic for a lot of fucking reasons, which we'll get into. Yeah. Hopefully by the end of this episode, y'all are like, oh my God, I uh, love protein and I'm just going to be protein left and fucking right. So anybody that listens. <laughs> and protein is also four calories per gram. So I hear a lot. How do I not go over my calories? I'm always going over my calories. If I'm Well, that's mm-hmm. protein is probably not your problem. It's higher. Protein is not the problem. Nobody's overeating protein. No. Um, uh, <laughs> Unless you're on the carnivore diet or something like that. But Uh, yeah, (laughs) it's a great point there, Beth. And it's a really good starting point is there's four calories for every one gram of protein, just the same as carbohydrates. So they have that in common. You're probably overeating the carbohydrates and the fats. That's that's usually what's happening. Right. So or you're eating like things like Kodiak cake pancakes that have only 10 grams of protein or less in them. And you're not having a whole food protein source, Mm -hmm. which so think like. Protein is like anything with eyes, like all fish, all meat, all animal proteins are animal proteins and dairy, yogurt, cottage cheese, things like that. Fish, which is, I guess, part of the meat, but not really. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And then you have your vegetarian protein, like soybeans, tofu, satan, um, quinoa. And do you want to talk about the difference between animal and veg? protein because there's a little bit of a difference so yeah Mm -hmm. so are we talking about the difference in terms of the amino acid profile yeah yeah okay so when we talk about protein sources it's complete protein or an incomplete protein what a complete protein means it has all of the amino acids that are needed for muscle protein synthesis and for building and maintaining body tissue um so like we already said all animal protein is a complete protein. So you don't need to worry about making sure that it's complete because it fucking is. Plant-based, a lot of plant options are not complete protein sources. That means they are lacking the necessary amino acids in one way or another to form that complete amino acid profile for muscle protein synthesis, building muscle, maintaining muscle and body tissue. That doesn't mean that plant-based is bad or inferior. You have to be a little bit more strategic with it. Soy products are going to be a complete protein for for Mm plant-based beans, lentils, nuts, seeds, and things like that aren't necessarily. So we combine those foods, right? Um, Mm -hmm. That's the importance of eating a varied diet and a balanced diet is getting lots of different plants in there. And if you're doing that, eating a varied diet with plants, you're going to make up that complete amino acid profile in one way or another. It's definitely harder for a vegetarian vegan to get their protein than it is uh, someone that that eats meat. For sure. Mm-hmm. So you're definitely going to have to work a little bit harder, but that's okay because you can, you can do hard things. We just have to plan a little bit better. Yeah, for sure. I've actually, we can, I've actually got a couple of examples of how you can make a complete amino acid profile. Oh, um, there you go, Matt. So what you could do is grains and legumes. Okay. So grains are a great mm-hmm. source of protein for plant-based as well. And that's what you and I love in terms of like sandwiches, right? Mm-hmm. Is going with those whole grain breads. Yeah. Um, sandwiches have like 30 to 40 grams of protein. And when we make them, I just had one before this, before this call. Yeah. Um, just a, a yeah like bread has, I think my yeah. bread has like five grams of protein per slice. Yeah. Like if you go with that Dave's killer bread or something like that. Yeah. Maybe. And you're getting the fiber and some um, some awesome micronutrients in there as well. Yep. So rice and beans, classic example. Mm-hmm. That's going to have the complete amino acid profile. You eat one of those things on their own, not a complete amino acid profile, but combine those things and you do have a complete profile. We could even do some like peanut butter on whole grain bread, right? So a little sandwich, of course, pro peanut butter, you and I will both agree with this. 
peanut butter should not be used as a protein. Yeah, it's a fat source. But if you're struggling, if you're a vegan struggling, then you would be using your peanut butter as your fat source for sure. Yeah. I don't want to, if your, if your goal is fat loss guys, I do not want you eating protein or a peanut butter. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Okay. It's very calorically dense. You will eat on it. (laughs) Little teaspoon, tablespoon doesn't go a long way. Okay. Mm -hmm. Protein, but you make a little peanut butter sandwich and, and you'll be good to go there. So then we have whole grains with nuts and seeds. So you mentioned quinoa already. So that's actually a complete protein on its own, which is mm-hmm. great. But you can pair that with almonds or pumpkin seeds or something like that too. From I just love seeds as a, for plant-based. Yeah. For non-plant-based, people should be eating their fucking seeds anyway. Yes. So and then I said like, like with the soy products, tofu, tempeh, edamame, those are all complete proteins. And I really love edamame. Mm-hmm. I love edamame as a snack. Little yeah, me too. Dry roasted edamame or those are the best. Yeah. Those little those little yeah. single pack bags of the dry roasted yep. edamame flavors. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think those are like edamame. how much protein are in that like 12 to 15 grams of protein they're for loaded. a serving, I believe. It's quite I, yeah, substantial. Right. And yeah. fiber too. So then you're getting the yeah. great fiber with that too. So yep. plant-based or not, whatever your diet preferences are, definitely incorporate some edamame into your diet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is there anything else we want to talk about with animal versus I guess we didn't really list, 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 what are some of your favorite animal-based protein sources? Let's go, let's start there. Chicken. I love chicken. chicken It's very versatile. And you don't, here's the thing, guys, you don't have to eat just baked salt and pepper Mm -hmm. chicken. Season that shit. (laughs) You know, there's so many different ways to cook your chicken. Let's see. That is my top one. What is my next? I'd say salmon, which is more of a fish. I do like steak, but I, I only have that minimally, really. Yeah, that's that's one of the ones, you know, if you're incorporating it frequently, you want to go with a leaner cut of... of Yeah. Turkey burger is always a go-to. I love turkey Um, burger. Rotisserie chicken, which is chicken, but that's Mm -hmm. another really source that I use a lot. I'd say right, chicken and turkey for me is my top. And then I use a lot of Greek yogurt and cottage cheese. Yeah, those are the staples for myself as well, because they're so so versatile. You can do a lot with them. Of course, so you just mentioned dairy, right? Yogurt and things Mm -hmm. like that. Milk is actually can be a really good protein. Yeah. So if you're if you're going with, don't get the skim milk and all that bullshit. Go with the the full fat, or you can go with the lower fat, like the the Fair Life, for example. Fair Life milk yeah. is great. It's, it's got those are protein. a staple for me. The Fair Life. The I yeah. just had cereal this morning with a Fair Life vanilla shake. I go. mean, ten gram ten grams of protein in the cereal, and then a serving of the Fair Life. No brainer. Right, it really is. It's so simple. Bananas and some bloobs. We, we had we had that in Ohio. We did. Was, yeah. Breakfast. Yeah. I finished off the box here the last week when I got back. So yeah. Nice. It's a good little breakfast. It is. And then of course eggs. Eggs are great. Yes. Too. I always I forgot about eggs. That's a, yeah, that's I, another I, I staple, I should say. A lot of egg whites yeah. and eggs. I go through like two dozen eggs a week. So yeah, because I usually eat like two or three a day. So for breakfast. I would agree with you on your protein sources for for plant animals there. My favorite for fish, salmon and, and tuna for sure. I other than that, I eat a lot of chicken, Greek, Greek yogurt as well. I probably eat at least one single cup of or single serving of Greek yogurt every day. And I, I put cottage cheese on a lot of things as well, just because it's so easy. It's so fucking yeah. easy. Yeah. And we touched on kind of the plant-based proteins as well. Um, beans, lentils, nuts, seeds, mm-hmm. to, tofu, tempeh, edamame, things like that. Do you, um, is there a way to drop PDFs in our um, show notes? Yeah, I can link to it like a PDF. I was going to say, I have a protein PDF we, I can share. 
And okay. you guys yeah. can print it out for yourself because you're always asking what kind of protein sources. Yeah. Wait, you have a list of all like the vegetarian, the fish, the dairy, and the meat protein sources. Boom. We can put that in the notes for sure. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Sweet. Okay. So let's see how much protein do I need to eat in a day, Matt? Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm trying well, to lose fat. What do you recommend? Okay. So there are a couple of different ideas on this. First and foremost, I'm going to go ahead and say the RDA, the recommended daily about, uh, daily amount is incredibly low in my opinion. It's yeah. literally oh, yeah. it's for survival. It's for, for survival. <laughs> for, right. So you don't, you don't want die, to survive. Basically. You want to fucking thrive, people. By the way, protein is, is an essential macronutrient, you guys. How do you die? We would die without it. So there mm -hmm. you go. Your body cannot make it on its own. So that's why we got to get it from our diet. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Carry on. Yeah, so for women, the recommended daily value, which of course I will fight to the the, the death that I don't agree with it, it's 46 grams of protein oh, per day. That's Jesus. insane. It's fucking insane. No wonder why so many women are walking around under muscled and with shit. Uh, and craving sugar all day. Right, because they're not eating enough protein for mm -hmm. sure. So essentially what I recommend for protein intake is 0.8 grams per kilogram of body weight, right? Yeah. That's, that's the way you can I'd kind of- I'd say 0.8 to 1. 0.8 to 1? Yeah. yeah. 0.8 is like where I'd want to see the minimum size. Yeah. Yeah. If, especially um, if you're you're not used to getting that much protein, start at the minimum, but definitely work your way up for sure. Yeah. And then if you're more active, your protein intake will want to be higher than as well. So then you'd be going anywhere from that one that one uh, gram per kilogram of body weight up to like maybe up even two for some people. If you're yeah. if you're doing high high intensity exercise, very active, strength training uh, a lot. I don't think most people need that much protein. It's the very high end, but right. I, I agree with you. 0.8 to one, even mm -hmm. to one point would be a, a great yeah. start there. Yep. Okay. So we got fat loss. What about for maintenance? Maintenance? I would keep it the same, honestly. The mm -hmm. reason why I, I would keep, I, I, when I, when I take a client from a fat loss phase to maintenance, the protein stays the same. That, yep. That's how I do it um, because it's that important for maintenance. And mm -hmm. the reason why it's important for maintenance, lots of reasons. First and foremost, we're doing this for the rest of our life. You're not going to stop strength training when you're, when you're hitting your goal and everything like that, but it increases your metabolism. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we want our metabolism to be firing as hot as possible. And, and we want it to be as high as possible. So one yeah. of the things that we can, we can make sure uh, to do that, make that happen is by having a high protein diet. And that's mm -hmm. because first and foremost, more muscle you have, the more protein you're going to need more muscle means you're going to be morning, burning more calories yep. at rest, right? Mm -hmm. um, it takes more body or more energy to maintain uh, yep. lean muscle mass, lean body weight than it does body fat. So yep. The more muscle you have, the higher your metabolism is going to be. So you got to get strength training and get more protein in for that. But not only that, uh -huh. but protein has a very high thermic effect. We've talked about the thermic effect a lot on this podcast, but what that means, it's the amount of energy that's expended for your body to digest down. the protein. Yeah. Break down, digest the protein, right? So uh -huh. protein is anywhere from 20 to 35% thermic effect. Carbohydrates, anywhere from 5 to 15%. And then fat is only zero to five percent. So Matt means, coming in with the facts today. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love facts, man. <laughs> so with the with the fucking data, y'all. Yeah. So let's put that into practical terms. What that means is you can take one hundred uh, calories of protein, one hundred calories of carbohydrates, and one hundred calories of fats. You might think, yeah, just one hundred calories, right? 
Well, yes, you're ingesting 100 calories, but your body's going to break that down a lot differently. So of those 100 calories of the protein, your body's going to expend 20 to 35% of that energy to break it down. So really you're looking at anywhere from like 80 to 70 calories that you just actually kind of ingested. So Mm -hmm. your body is burning more calories by eating more protein. If you take that same 100 calories of carbohydrates, you're only going to be burning five to 15 of those calories for for your body's digestive processes. And then for fat, it's only going to be like five of those calories are going to be utilized and broken down for, for, or for breaking down that fat. So mm-hmm. that's why it's important. Not only that, but uh, protein is very important for satiety, right? Oh yeah. So Keeping you that's full. Be important for fat loss and maintenance after the fact. Mm-hmm. So yes. we, we want to be hungry or we don't, we don't want to be hungry. <laughs> So <laughs> the way we do that is by eating more protein. Um, and that's it why has- it's hard to overeat protein because it does fill you up fairly quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you ever eat a lot of protein, you might actually feel warm. You might actually mm-hmm. get meat sweats, right? Yes. Well, <laughs> the thermic effect, that's that's your body literally mm-hmm. heating up to break down that, that protein. It's really fucking cool. Yeah. So the meat sweats, it's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, for real. For real, I had Brazilian barbecue in Florida, and yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. barbecue will give you the meat sweats out, you know, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) So maybe we should talk about how to get that protein in, okay? Uh, Because that's another thing people struggle with. So Mm -hmm. if you are tracking calories per se, some of you may, some of you may not. I'm going to give you two different ways you can keep track of your protein. So if you are not tracking calories and you're looking for fat loss, you can do the hand portion method. So thinking a palm of protein at each meal, if you're a female and two palms of protein, if you're a male. So that is a gauge. If you don't track calories, think of like a deck of cards, a deck or two. If you are tracking calories, I like to pre-log my protein the day before, figure out how much you need for the day and divide that between how many meals you eat. I like that. So let's say you need 130 grams of protein per meal. You have three or 125 grams per day. That's what I meant. You divide that, let's say that's what, 25 plus per meal. If you have three meals, two snacks, right? it's not that hard. It really just takes some planning. You guys are just probably not used to focusing on protein. But once you do, you're going to notice that you're not as hungry. You're not going to crave as much sugar. You're going to be more satisfied. You're probably not going to snack at night as much anymore. Mm-hmm. That's why we push protein. It's so important. So important. Maintaining muscle. Another thing. Before we get into maintaining muscle, for sure, because that, that, that is that is very important. Fuck, what was I just going to say? We'll cut this part out. You said something there that I wanted to highlight. It'll come back mm. to me. This is the problem with us not following a script, right? <laughs> fuck, fuck scripts. Fuck scripts. Um, <laughs> fuck. Okay. Well, we'll get into maintaining then um, the muscle mass part because... As you know, we start breaking down muscle as we age. You're literally beginning with the age of 30. We start mm-hmm. with about three to eight percent per year or something like that. Yeah. So so you think about it at the age of 30, and if you're 50 now, that's that's compounded quite mm-hmm. substantially if you were not doing the things that we recommend. Yeah. Strength training, eating enough protein. Your body will start breaking that down. It's it's called sarcopenia. Your body will break down osteoporosis. It's important for bone health, you guys. It is, it is. So this is a particularly important for our listeners that are perimenopausal or mm-hmm. have gone through menopause, right? That's the significance of protein there because they, they definitely need to be building lean muscle mass because mm-hmm. they probably are losing muscle mass if they haven't been yeah. uh, there. 
We want to maintain that, keep that metabolism up as high as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. And I thought about what I was going to say just a minute ago in terms of getting protein into the diet. One of the most common things that I do with clients when we look at their their dietary log is literally just start doubling the protein intake, right? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're eating two eggs for breakfast. Cool. Now you have four. Or maybe mm-hmm. instead of two eggs, you have two eggs and some egg whites, right? Yep. So the easiest thing you can do is just double the protein serving. Yeah. Instead of two, like I see people building um, a plate and it's like one to two ounces of protein. Like that's not enough. Double mm-hmm. that And like Matt was saying, like, so use your base protein, at whole food protein source. Don't use Kodiak cake pancakes or high protein oatmeal as your main protein source for your meal. You should have like your main protein source, which is a whole food. Like, let's say you start out with eggs, but you want some, a carb source with it. Okay, great. We'll add that high protein oatmeal. That's going to add extra protein and that'll be your carb source as well. So don't Mm -hmm. start out be like, I'm going to have my high protein oatmeal and that's it. You're going to be more hungry. That's not enough protein. So really load up those meals with a whole food Mm -hmm. protein source and then add those little like Kodiak pancake sides or high protein oatmeal, high protein cereal. But those should not be your main protein source for your meal. I agree. I agree. And now if you are going to use like oatmeal for your meal by itself, that's not going to be a substantial amount of protein. No. So add what some protein really powder is what protein I would do. Yeah. Supplement with protein powder. Or, or egg whites good. to oatmeal is really good. Or, or it makes them savory. Yeah, sure. yeah even mm-hmm. cottage cheese. I mean, people are fucking weird with their cottage cheese. I want to do it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, definitely. Definitely. And that's, that's a really good point too, is the protein supplementation. So many people ask us for like protein shakes, meal replacements and meal yeah. shit and protein shakes to replace meals. You like, shouldn't I need that much. You guys, I honestly barely use protein powder. I do sometimes I go through little phases if I'm having oatmeal, but it's really just a supplement. Yeah. That's really the only time <laughs> protein powder too is if I'm eating oatmeal, honestly. Yeah. I, I don't really make, I'm not a shake person, but I yeah. do like my fair life and my cereal, like but I don't like use a lot of protein powder admittedly yeah we don't you don't need to it's a supplement I, yeah i don't fill in to. the void yeah because you're eating you eat meals you're always eating i like <laughs> so. to chew my meals <laughs> i like big voluminous talk meals. about that chewing the meals that's really fucking important you know like okay? drinking my protein it doesn't keep me as satisfied it won't because, because it's when- not like i mean think about it is that like really desirable to drink yeah. a fucking protein shake as your meal is that like no, you're going to be wanting more because that really didn't satisfy your, you, your taste buds matter too. And I wonder why you're craving all the times because you're not really eating anything that's satisfying you. Yes. Like well, that's, when they have the protein the shake as a meal replacement, they have the protein shake as their meal replacement. And then a few hours later, they have fucking 1000 calories of yeah. a meal junk food because they weren't satisfied where just ate a real meal instead of replacing it with a stupid fucking protein shake, they would have right. been perfectly fine. I think it's a lot of people just do these things to hit the protein gap. Okay. It's like, well, I haven't hit my protein goal. So I'm going to have a protein shake. It's like, stop eating shit that you don't like because you are lacking in your macronutrient tracking or whatever you call it. Focus on actually making satisfying meals and planning that shit. So you're not consistently eating things you don't want. Right. I mean, there's nothing more like worse than like shoving protein down because you think you have to, because you haven't hit your numbers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, when I'm working with clients, I, that, I actually one, one thing I do is I'll usually start implementing a, a protein shake or supplement at some point early on in the journey, just because they're are they're they're struggling because that's a, it can be a big yeah. challenge at first 
trying to get more protein. So then we use the supplement of protein as a bridge to get mm-hmm. us from point A to point B until yeah. you're, you know, you're getting more protein into your diet consistently. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see here. And I, and just like you said, I, I am a believer in 30 grams of protein per meal um, yeah. at a minimum. Like you said, if you break it down, it could be 25, but anything less than that, and it's not going to be ideal either. And here's why we kind of recommend that 25 to 30 as a minimum for your meals and snacks, mm-hmm. muscle protein synthesis. Okay. So muscle protein synthesis, it requires kind of constant amino acids and profile uh, proteins to be mm-hmm. working. So you, so you really do for optimal uh, I mean, I hate this, right? Optimal. Our listeners, they don't care about optimal and body. Right. Yeah. But if you're trying to make the most out of muscle protein synthesis, you'll want to be eating something, some protein every couple of mm-hmm. hours. And that's yeah. what body, that's what bodybuilders do. We're not asking you all to be bodybuilders. You guys don't need to get all cray cray with that stuff. You don't need to, <laughs> but, but it is important um, for muscle protein synthesis. And this is where yeah. Things like intermittent fasting kind of fall short because you're depriving your body of those amino acids Mm -hmm. for so long that muscle protein synthesis isn't able to really do its thing because you're not feeding your body. You're only giving it fucking protein maybe a couple of times a day, a couple of times in an eight hour window versus a 24 hour window. Yeah. Well, not 24 and, hours or sleeping, but. And I mean. you can eat more than 25 to 30 grams per meal. I hear this all the time. I, someone sent me a DM the other day. was like, my my RD told me not to eat more than 25 to 30 grams Your per RD meal. Yeah, because it turns to carbs. I was like, oh my God. I go, where did your RD go to school? Because. You need to, I'm sorry. Do a credential check on that guy. Dude, what the fuck? So <laughs> it sounds like, like something from the eighties. Like that, that, that he is not keeping that up crazy. With Alan Aragon actually goes into detail about it in our podcast with him. Yeah. But your body will utilize it. It's not, what does it do? Shit it out. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it just, <laughs> so, it's, it's yeah. what's important is your overall daily, daily. protein, yeah. not the, the meal to meal. From is the, yeah, yeah. Where does that come from? I think it's the muscle protein synthesis. I think okay. people confuse optimal for MPS versus mm-hmm. overall intake. Gotcha. So for muscle protein synthesis, yeah, you the research shows 30 to 50 grams is all that your body can handle for muscle protein synthesis. But that's not the only thing your body needs protein for. Right, right. Your body needs protein for a lot of different metabolic purposes, okay? Mm-hmm. So your body will use almost all of the protein that you put into it. Mm-hmm one way or another. Your body doesn't want to use that for for energy or to store it as fat. Your body wants to use it for maintaining organ health, maintaining skin health, maintaining your hair health, mm-hmm. maintaining metabolism, all these other metabolic processes that are outside of muscle protein synthesis. So yeah. your body will absolutely use the protein that you're putting into it. I don't care if it's 100 grams in one, in one serving. I mean, that's not ideal. I, I don't think you right. need, nobody needs 100 grams of protein in one serving. And that'd be insane if you did that. But yeah, grams for sure. For sure. Yeah. You get 150 to 200 grams of protein. There's nothing wrong with that. You're going to, your body's going to use it in one way or another. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't yeah. get stored as fat. Protein will not get stored as fat. If you consume quote unquote too much of it, you're not going to eat too much of it. Right. Because that's, you know, the only way to get fat, to gain body fat is to eat an excessive amount of calories, meaning mm-hmm. more calories than you burn your calories. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You want to talk about some more myths about protein? All right, let's hear them. What are some more myths about protein? The number one I hear is that you can't, you can't. Yeah, that's the that. number one I hear as well. That's the number one. Mm-hmm. I'm one trying to think. Oh, about. that protein will fuck up your kidneys. Yes, that's where I was going next. Yep. <laughs> okay. 
Bullshit. Okay, that's bullshit. Protein by itself, if you have a normal, healthy, functioning kidney, you are safe. Okay. Mm -hmm. In healthy individuals, protein will not damage your kidney. If you have kidney issues, it could certainly make things worse, but that's when you consult with your medical professional and not us. Yes. Mm Yeah. And of course, the, the plant protein one, some people will say plant proteins are a waste and things like that. We've already covered that. They're not a waste. You just have to be not a waste. Yeah. Not a waste. Not a waste. Right. So if you're eating that very diet, you'll get the amino acids. And, and really, your body already has the amino acids kind of in your body flowing around and ready to use. So if you're the plant uh, protein that you're eating is incomplete, you're, you might already have the amino acids in your body to make that a complete profile anyway. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're talking about protein, not powder foods. I want to talk about some pro, poor protein sources as well, because these are these are popular ones, right? So we already talked about protein uh, mm-hmm. or a peanut butter. We, we that's a big one. Pe- peanut butter is not a protein source. Yeah. Um, some other shitty protein sources. I will go, just go ahead and throw this out there. Fried meat is not a good protein source. Fried meat. <laughs> yeah, like deep fried food, fried chicken, and things. Yeah, like that. now. Yes, no. it's protein, sure, but it's fried. There's fats, yeah. there's carbs, and, and things like that. In Not ideal. Well. On occasion, sure, do that, but I don't want you to be making up your entire diet out of fried foods, yeah. fried meat. Yeah. I'd say those those fucking cookies, like a lot of the protein, shitty protein bars. You got to find shitty a good one. Some of, them are, some of them are just like glorified candy bars. You might as well have a fucking Snickers. This is a really good segue. Let's talk about this and the nutrition aspect of it, the nutrition label aspect of it. Then, yeah, it's a lot of, it's marketing. Yes, you can you can slap a protein label on anything. There's that. There's no there's no guidance there. You can do whatever the fuck you want with your packaging, really, for the most part. Mm-hmm. That's why we see these protein cookies that say what ten grams of protein, but then for if half a fucking cookie, right? Or, look at the print. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Half a cookie. So you're getting 10 grams of protein for like 210 calories. So you to get that to get that full protein that they're advertising because mm-hmm. the yeah, the protein that they're advertising is for the entire cookie. So this is where it gets deceiving because yeah. the entire cookie. But then if you look at the label, they show two servings, half a cookie, two servings. So it's very mm-hmm. deceiving. Very deceiving. Yeah. The supplement industry is notoriously scummy. I think a good way to see if something is a good amount of protein is if you add a zero to the protein, right? Let's say it's, it says 10 grams of protein, you add a zero, it's a hundred, right? But then you look at the calories. If the calories are like 250, it's not a good source of protein. That's a good indication of a protein source. Let's say like chicken is 120 calories and 20 grams of protein. You add a zero, that's 200. And then you got the 120. So the 200 is over the 120 and that makes it a good protein source. I like that. I like that. You could kind of look at it too, as if you look at the label, and this is one of the things I do when I'm searching for protein bars, just look at the macros. If protein's the, the biggest macro, it's probably mm-hmm. a, safe to say that it's a decent you know, bar or supplement or whatever, because yeah. that, that kind of falls in line with what you were just describing there, I think. Mm-hmm. When the world feels crazy and chaotic, remember that you don't have to. You deserve to take control of your mental and physical health, and Cured Nutrition is trying to make it easier for you to do exactly that. Cured wants you to feel good about feeling good, so they took their time formulating their Serenity gummies. They left out the artificial flavors, sugars, and dyes, and replaced them with ingredients that actually live up to their wellnessy word. Finding calm in this fast-paced world can be very challenging. That's why I use and love the Serenity gummies. They help to provide a physical, mental, and emotional sense of calm in everyday life. 
I personally like to take them before a long day of calls and meetings. The Serenity Gummies bring me to a happy place and they prepare me for the day's challenges, while also helping me to serve others to the best of my ability by providing a sense of peace and calmness in my body and mind. Right now, Cured is extending an exclusive offer to you, our listeners. You can grab a bag of Serenity Gummies for 20% off by visiting www.curednutrition.com CTC and using coupon code CTC at checkout. That's C-U-R-E-D nutrition.com CTC and coupon code CTC at the checkout to save 20%. Protect your peace, Papa Gummy. Like the zero next to the protein grams should not, that number should not override the calories. Right. Or under, or yeah, override the calories. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be over at. Yeah, for sure. For sure. (laughs) And let's talk about protein bars bars a little bit more because we, we love our protein bars for sure, but we don't, I don't eat a lot of them. I don't know about you, Beth. I only carry them with me in case of an emergency and that's when I'm traveling or we're hiking. Right. That's really about it for me as well. Mm-hmm. If I'm on the road, like I'll, I'll buy protein bars from a gas station. If I'm going, you know, running around being chauffeur for my son or something like that. Yeah. But, that but that's really it because really while, while having a high important or high protein diet is important, we don't want you to obsess about it. Okay. We don't want you to go for a shitty fit crunch bar. That's I, I don't like fit crunch bars. Those are enough calories to make an entire fucking meal. In my opinion, mm-hmm. you can have the Snickers. And then a protein shake, you'll have more protein and less calories. So some of these protein bars are an entire ass meal and they're not even giving you a lot of protein anyway. You can get the real candy that you're actually craving uh-huh. and supplement with some protein and you're still going to be better off than that shitty protein bar that wasn't actually a protein bar at all. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Bunch of sugar. It really is what a lot of those are or fake sugar. And, and not, not saying that to say fake sugar is bad or anything, but come on, let's if we want protein, let's, let's eat some real protein here. Mm-hmm. Another myth about protein is that anabolic window, right? After strength training, like you need oh, to have right. 30 minutes of your workout or your workout was fucked and you just wasted it. Right? No. Yeah. Should you eat protein after your workout? Yeah. Try to get in, you know, whenever you can after your workout, what's really more important for post-workout is restoring your glycogen st- mm-hmm. storage. So getting some carbohydrates into your diet because you just, you just depleted all of, all of the glycogen in your body with that ex, with that intense workout that you just did. So you want to refill those stores pretty quickly there. But protein, you know, especially if you're eating protein consistently throughout the day and you're meeting your daily protein goal, you don't need to worry about hitting that 30 minute window because it's that's largely bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yes. What about cooking with with protein? This might be something that you want to speak on. Like, what are some of your ways to kind of cook with protein like let's talk about grilling versus baking versus frying versus boiling i i like crock pot or instapot my chicken a lot Mm -hmm. like to make it shredded baked or grilled Uh, i'm not i'm not a fryer air frying is always good too yeah i do love a good air fryer sure Mm -hmm. but i'm a griller or instant pot or a top of my stove kind of person Mm -hmm. I've been using my Instant Pot more. I actually, I was going through my collection of books yesterday and I found a cookbook for, it was an Instant Pot cookbook. I was like, where the hell did this come oh, from? Oh, nice. So, so guess what? I'm going to be cooking shit in my Instant Pot all the time. I'm Perfect. Excited. Yeah, for sure. So so really then the, the priority of protein should be when you're building your meals, building that balanced meal. Mm-hmm. We take our protein and build our meal around that protein. Get, identify what protein you, you want and then build your meal around that. If you want fish, 
pick some vegetables and some mm-hmm. carbohydrates that kind of complement that fish that you enjoy. Yeah. They sell your meals off the protein source first. Exactly. That's 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 what you want to do when you're when you're looking to increase your protein. Mm-hmm. Identify protein, build it around there, and then the rest will kind of fall in place there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now protein. Let's let's talk about what we have to offer for some some help with people. Is there any actually before we get to that point? Did we miss anything in the protein Bible that we want to talk? I about? feel like we talked about everything. Everything, honestly, that that really is that's important. necessary. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of other stuff we could. Don't talk let this about. overwhelm you guys. This is just yes. to give you extra information. We already talk about all this stuff in our videos consistently, yeah. constantly. Yeah. So this is just if now. you want to like resource back in one place, here you go. Because here's the thing: we are gonna next time you guys yeah. ask us a question about protein, go listen. I'll refer to you back to this podcast. We will. We will. So it's helping us too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Fuck. Okay. So because people don't know, or they just don't have the time to get protein, build protein meals and things like that. We have something cool in our Patreon for oh, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What do we have in our Patreon, Beth, that can help people with getting more protein? Well, we have a recipe portal called Now We're Cooking with Chef Richard. And we have over, I oh gosh, it's over a hundred high protein, low calorie recipes. It's, it's a lot higher than that. Now, it's, it's probably be in the 200s now, I'm guessing. Yeah. But there's tons, desserts, main dishes, family friendly. You can't go wrong for 10 bucks a month. And then you get workouts, monthly workouts and monthly challenges with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. If you don't know where to start with your workouts, this is a great place to go to for super cheap because fitness should be for everyone and take your program to the gym. Stop trying to make up your own shit, you guys. I have so many people ask me, so should I pair this with this? What should I do? Follow a plan. Follow, follow plan, a fucking code, plan. Follow stop plan. winging that shit, you know? So monthly workouts, recipes, and monthly challenges. Yeah. And I'm going to give a shout out to Nikki, actually, because Nikki posted in our Facebook group for our Patreon members about yep. how awesome the November workouts were because nice. she completed the first four of them. So we love the feedback that our patron patrons, I pay our patrons, our patrons do provide mm-hmm. us with the the workouts. Huh. And our members love the workouts, guys. Yeah. They, Amy, they Amy's crushing Amy's it too. Amy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Everybody, everybody's crushing it. That's following along with those workouts. And we've been doing those for over a year, almost yeah. two years now, mm-hmm. coming up in April, I think. Yeah. So I love the, the the recipe portal. A lot of the recipes that you and I have done together uh, on TikTok videos and reels and things like that were straight from our Patreon, right? So yeah. mm-hmm. we have things like the, the chili we've done. We did a, a barbecue day, right? We, we yeah. did that. And we've got the desserts. Of course, that's not going to be a protein option. Sometimes they are because sometimes yeah. we do use make them protein, but they're the lower calorie options too. Mm-hmm. So recipe portal isn't just for the high protein options. It's for lower calorie options as well. And here's yep. the most important thing about the meals is they actually taste good. Yeah, they're good. Your kids are actually going to eat them because you're using real foods. And these are meals that are fucking staples. They're comfort food meals. Yeah. A lot of them. So yeah. I know there's like, there's pizza in there. There's mac and cheese. There's mm-hmm. pasta. There's all kinds of shit in there yeah. that your kids will like. And they're not difficult to make either. Mm-hmm. I can't even follow these recipes. Easy. We just made the other day, these are going in the portal, some Thanksgiving <laughs> egg rolls mm. in the air fryer. Oh so what they had about? stuffing, cranberry sauce to dip, mashed potatoes and turkey. We rolled them up in the egg rolls, sprayed them with a little spray and put them in the air fryer. Delicious. Oh, the air fryer. That sounds so those like should be in the portal, if not now, soon. That sounds incredible. Mm-hmm. That sounds incredible. 
the Now We're Cooking team is incredible that we're partnered up with and they release new re- recipes every week. There are yeah, new recipes. Three, I think every Wednesday. So great resource there, guys. If you don't, if you're, even if you do know how to get more protein in, you're just looking for some fresh ideas, ideas we've got you mm-hmm. covered. Like Beth yeah. said, we've probably got over 200 of them at this point yeah. in the portal. And you're not, here's the thing. You're not going to see this anywhere else. Nobody else has this. Nobody yeah. else is, nobody else is providing something like this. I mean, yeah. I shouldn't say that this particular recipe portal, I'm not aware of anybody that has anything like this, but there's people like Zach Cohen, of course, which his meal prep Patreon is incredible. Our clients have access to it too. So if you're with team BFF or with fit fat training, you will have access to these recipes. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I don't know. What else do we want to talk about? I don't fucking know. I think we're done with protein. I'm I'm over it. Um, (laughs) I'm just missing. Oh, I'm just messing around, but I'm not. That's just how we roll. No, it's cool. Yeah, I'm done with the protein. We're good. I don't think we need to beat over a dead horse anymore. Um, Protein, fucking protein. (laughs) Yeah, stop fighting the protein. That's what I got to tell you, because you're Mm -hmm. doing nothing for yourself by fighting it. It's like you you catastrophize protein before you even try to fucking get it in your diet. It's like not a daunting thing, you guys. Okay, just Mm -hmm. think of it like it's only benefiting you a million times over. Yeah. And if there's nothing else you take away from this, guys, if you are struggling with overeating at night and mindless snacking throughout the day, increase your protein and you will be amazed by how things change for you. Yeah. All right. That's it. I think that's it. That was pretty awesome. I hope you guys enjoyed. We're going to actually drop a protein PDF in our show notes. So stay tuned for that. (laughs) So you will have a list of protein to take with you wherever the fuck you go. There you print, go. Print it out. Put it on your fridge. You'll never <laughs> not know what mm-hmm. protein source to choose from. There's no excuses now. We just gave yeah. you everything you need. Exactly. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll see ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode. So why not share it with a friend who needs to hear it? Send us a DM on Instagram or email us at cutthecrappod at gmail.com and join our Patreon at patreon.com slash cutthecrappodcast. As always, we appreciate you and thanks for being here.